One down, and the batter is Maldonado. The 1-1 one -one to Maldonado. And that's a ground ball through the left side, a base hit. On his way to third, Guriel, he's around third and coming home. The throw goes toward third. As Siri gets there, the ball gets away. Guriel scores, Siri coming home, and he will score as well. Maldonado goes to second, and the Astros lead 4-1. to one. And Rosario saw correctly what he thought he could get the out at third, but there was nobody there. Swanson could not rotate over to third base. Even in the World Series, there are messes. You love to see it. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast news narratives takes gambling and happiness today. We had a bunch of controversies yesterday, all of which were incredibly depressing. So today we're just going to screw around. I'm a little late to this because I got caught watching some highlights. I'm sorry. I'm not really that sorry. Highlights are fun. Talk about Thursday night football and we've got we've got some cool clips today. We have an update on the uh, sucking your daughter's toe story from yesterday, which I think is of the utmost importance journalistically speaking. Anyway, we also have terrible language used by Tua Tagovailoa that made my head spin, and I thought to myself, I can't do it. But we start today with the most controversial opinion I've ever seen on the internet. The most annoying place on the internet is food Twitter. And what I mean by food Twitter is not like chefs and foodies discussing recipes or how to make stuff or anything cool. When I talk about food Twitter, it's people who get mad at each other for their food opinions. Well, Mike Leach has made his opinions known for a long time. And yesterday he walked into Twitter and dropped a bomb. He tweeted a meme that is a pyramid. I'll bring it up just for you guys. There, look at it. It's on the screen now for those of you that can't see. It is a candy corn shaped graph. And the candy corn shaped graph is a, a directive on how to eat candy corn. So it's like a flow chart, white, orange, and yellow. Step one, open bag. Step two, pour candy into trash can. Step three, eat a Reese's peanut butter cup. Oh, no, the candy corn people are out and about. But the weird thing is they're so outnumbered, candy corn people, they don't really have a leg to stand on. Mike Leach, uh, still caring more about candy. You love to see that. They are, State is hosting Kentucky in a 7 p.m. game. Mississippi State has wins over good teams and losses to bad teams with the exception of Alabama. That game is a pick 'em right now, and I, I cover Mississippi State. I literally, I've been really on point with a lot of my predictions for Mississippi State this year. I have no idea. I have a sneaking suspicion for your college football entertainment that Mississippi State-Kentucky is going to be a classic this weekend. Let's talk about the fall classic. The World Series is happening. Yesterday, uh, a nerd from the University of Florida did the following research. Every year, the Atlanta Braves have made the World Series. Florida has beaten Georgia. Let's go through the evidence. He made this graphic, so it has to be true, right? I didn't do the research. Um, the internet did it for me. 1991, they beat the Pirates. Georgia, Florida beats Georgia. 92, same. The Braves made the World Series in 91, 92, 95, 96, and 99, and they only won once? Oh, Atlanta sports, get it together. God, what a rough sports city that is. So if Florida beats number one Georgia, that'll be... Ugh. Okay, so yes, and then... Oh, all of these Florida scores are nasty too. Georgia just must have sucked there for a while, huh? So Florida wins by 32. Florida wins by two. Then in 95, Florida wins by, I'm trying to do the math. It looks like 34. And then Florida wins by 40. And then in 99, Florida wins by 26. Or no, 16. That's just two, two possessions. The Braves haven't been to the World Series since 99. So let's check in on whole, how the old uh, Atlanta Braves are doing. The series is tied 1-1. Two ass-kicking so far, as is tradition. It's been incredibly boring with two teams that most people just actively either don't care about or dislike and uh, wish hate upon. Of course, Texas is abortion law, and, and Atlanta's 
uh, voter registration and voter ID law have made everybody not super pumped about the states of Georgia and Texas. And the MLB, during the passing of those laws, has made people comment on that kind of thing. And so, uh, yeah, people are just pissed and they're done with these teams. And yay, baseball. We're so close to so close to Boston and L.A. It seems like they've been trying to cook up that matchup on purpose for years and the teams are just too incompetent to pull it off. <laughs> if you believe in conspiracy theories, there is no game tonight. The next game is on Friday night, which is a good time to do it. I remember very distinctly being at Friday Night Lights and people would update you on the baseball game. And then uh, I used to call high school football games and then we would go out to the bar afterward and everybody was watching baseball. So Friday night's a good, good night for the World Series. 8.09 or 8.21 or whatever p.m. It's in Atlanta. Baseball still does 2.32 because apparently... 2.32 used to be a brilliant idea because they wanted to cut down travel time. But now that like we have planes and stuff, 2.2.1.1 is probably the way to go. Also, baseball doesn't draw out its series, which is so stupid. You don't have to play back-to-back, guys. What are you doing? Take up as much time as you can. More storylines, more clicks, the better. It's like teaching marketing 101. So it's tomorrow night, then on Saturday, and then on Sunday. And then if necessary, games will take Monday off. And uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, World Series champion will be crowned. Series 1-1. Scores have been 6-2 Braves and 7-2 Astros. They tie up the series last night. If you want to know the narratives of this game, people are complaining about strike zones. I'm going to tell you something about the strike zone thing. That little box you see on TV, guess what? It's a nerd like me, literally with my credentials, basically just on Twitch, just putting a box on the screen. The guy's tall, the guy's short, nothing changes. So it looks like, oh, it was clearly outside the zone. No, it was outside the box. That's a box. Okay. Don't believe everything you see on the telly. Don't believe everything you read on the interweb. All right, let's move on. Let's get to some more clips. I've got some funny clips for you. Some of them are more visual. Some of them are funny. So we have to update the daughter-toe situation. So apparently, she, a grown-ass woman, again, I think the clinical term is smoke show, and pampered because her father is a legendary football player for Manchester United, so he's essentially a god in England. She had a splinter in her toe, and he was using his mouth to get it out of her. And she filmed it, and he made eye contact. So whatever. But anyway, here are the fans, I believe... Not 100% sure, but I, I believe this is Arsenal. If you don't know how the Premier League works, they section off a corner of the, the stadium and they surround the whole thing with armed guards when you visit, right? Because it's the UK. It's not like the United States where like there aren't going to be a bunch of Detroit fans in Arizona or whatever. The, this is the UK. You can travel. You can take the train. You can do it. Like, it's so much easier to travel. So I think it was Arsenal. I could be wrong. They put all the fans there. They win the game. And then they chant this. Remember, the guy's name is Paul Scholes. I'm going to help you. Let's sing it together. Sucks his daughter's toes. Sucks his daughter's toes. Paul Scholes. He sucks his daughter's toes. Oh, man. I think that American sports are lazy. That's the kind of stuff that we need here. Let's check in with how Carmelo Anthony's doing. Apparently still in the NBA. So the situation is that the Lakers are down three. The Mavericks have the ball with 16 point something seconds left. It's like the game, end of the game, right? The Mavericks are going to inbound the basketball. The Lakers need to foul and get a steal or whatever. And the way that this would work typically is that, you, or excuse me, it's not the Mavericks, it's OKC. I haven't put my glasses on. You inbound the ball. And if you've watched basketball, usually they foul and they shoot some free throws. And it's like, it's one of those situations where the game is essentially over, barring a big mistake from a professional basketball team. So let's, let's watch this. Get it to somebody. Okay, here comes the inbound pass. And Dort. He's got it. No, he does Oh, wait. He He's throws it in the middle. It's picked off. Mello for three. And it is six feet short of the rim. 
get it to somebody. Oh, my God. He just jumped. No one was in his face, and he just... That would not have been in from the free throw line. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, man. So there's a fight happening soon. I don't know who it is. I don't really watch fighting. Um, we will do whatever. This is a Mayweather's promotions fight, and this guy comes out in a fur coat, and he talks the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. Let's check in with this. Man, I just want to say I'm excited to be here on Showtime. You know Good. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I might be, honestly, the youngest, well, I mean, as far as, like, record-wise, oh, nice. like, as far down. as, like, all the YouTubers and stuff, with the exception of them, I might be the pay-per-view fighter with the, la with the least amount of fights, uh -huh. you know? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, totally you guys going to see the summer fan, I'm going to knock this, this dwarf the fuck out. That's how it is. <laughs> you hear that? Uh-huh. I'm going to knock you the fuck out. So, he's just looking at this guy now, and he's like, I'm going to, okay, let's keep going. Flatline. Flatline. This is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. He is so high. And if he's not high, then his brain doesn't work probably from getting punched right in the face. Thursday Night Football tonight. It's the best Thursday Night Football game of the year thus far. The NFL tries to save the good Thursday Night Football games for later in the year because of the World Series. And who thought Arizona would be good? It's like Kyler Murray. Can he upset the Packers? False. The Arizona Cardinals are the best team in professional sports right now. Is that true? I don't really know, but they're definitely the best team in the National Football League. They are favored by six and a half points. They're favored to win by a touchdown. Why, you ask? Well, when the line opened on Sunday afternoon, it was just three. And that makes more sense. Green Bay. It's Aaron Rodgers. Well, Devontae Adams is on the COVID list. He tested positive, and it's not logistically possible for him to get off of the list in time. It appears as if he's vaccinated, however, because he's going through the vaccinated protocol. Uh, a lot of unvaccinated players hate the, did there, there are differences in protocols because it advertises who's vaccinated and who's not, even though they're not supposed to do that, but you're not vaccinated. So you have to be treated differently because you think you're special. Well, Alan Lazard, their second best receiver. So Devonte Adams, widely considered the first or second best receiver in the NFL right now. And he is statistically the first or second best. He is not going to play. The second best Packers receiver is probably like the 70th best receiver in the NFL. Pretty good, but he's good because of Adams and Rogers. Alan Lazard is a close contact to Devontae Adams because get this, they play the same position. Alan Lazard is on the close contact protocol. Ask me if you need to be on the close contact protocol if you're vaccinated. No. No, you do not. So now the Packers' first and second receivers are out. As a result of this, the line has moved from three to seven, which is just begging you to bet on the Packers. There is some news out of Arizona. Their best, I would argue, their second or third best defender, but their most famous white defender, J.J. Watt, and I actually am very serious about what I just said because he is, was at one time the greatest player in football, but he is not as good as Chandler Jones and Buda Baker. Now, alas, it is what it is. He is probably out for the year. He needs to have surgery. He's been playing really, really well. He's starting to settle into the Indomitian Sioux part of his career where the dominance is over, but he's just a damn good player. He's keeping the game in front of him on all those other coach cliches. Well, he's out. He's a defensive tackle, but he's, you know, really important to their defense. Is that going to impact anything? The Packers have two elite running backs. When you think of them, you think of Aaron Rodgers and blah, blah, blah. Well, they use the shit out of their running backs, and they are very good. I would bet on the Packers plus six and a half here. That's a lot of points for, the, in my opinion, the greatest overall quarterback in the history of the game. And I, I do mean that. I think if Rodgers played for Belichick, he'd have at least four Super Bowls, too. Uh, as far as props go on this game, I think the DFS, the Daily Fantasy thing, is going to be really interesting. Bob Tanyan, Tanyan the tight end for the Packers, is going to have a huge game. I think the Cardinals are really, really effing good, man. I, I predicted them to go to the playoffs. I'll have to check some TikToks on that. But I think, I think they are really, really good. I think that if you're going to bet a prop over receiving yards for 
I'm trying to find the number here. AJ Dillon. So total receptions for AJ Dillon doesn't have the number here. Wow, 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 wow. So the Vegas is scared of this. Fascinating. I think that he's gonna AJ Dillon is gonna catch more like at least three or four passes and have maybe twenty or thirty receiving yards. So that's just my personal opinion. I'm just one man. What can I say? It is exciting though. There's one loss between these two teams. Finally have a great Thursday night football game coming up tonight. Let's check out the Heisman Trophy odds. Um, the favorite heading into the year was DJ Uyunglele and Sam Howell and Spencer Rattler. Those odds have since moved. The most fascinating option on this list to me uh, are the defensive players because there's some movement there. It's a bummer. It should be higher for these guys because they're clearly the most outstanding. And one of these days, the voters are going to decide that you can't just play quarterback. Jordan Davis at Georgia. If you haven't watched Georgia play, this would be a good weekend to do it because they're playing Florida. If you haven't watched Georgia play, Jordan Davis is a freak. He's in Dominican Sioux level freak at the college game. I definitely don't think he's going to be there as a pro. He is a freak, and he has moved to plus 8,000 to win the Heisman Trophy. He's behind some receivers and, of course, uh, quarterbacks. Here are the odds. The heavy, 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 heavy favorites are Bryce Young of Alabama, Matt Corral of Ole Miss, and C.J. Stroud of the Ohio State University, followed by Caleb Williams of Oklahoma, which is stupid. That's a sucker bet. Kenny Pickett, uh, quarterback for Pitt, and Desmond Ritter, quarterback of Cincinnati. Ben, Jordan Davis. I just I want a real non-offensive star to win the Heisman Trophy just one effing time, man. It has to be possible. We have to band together to make this happen. And the fact that Kayvon Thibodeau is not even is he even listed on this list? Despite being the best player in the country. Oh good. Oh Bo Nix is though, plus twenty five thousand. Should totally bet on that. I understand why there are big sexy buildings in Vegas now. Bunch of morons like me. That's gonna do it for this episode of Interesting to See football friday coming up tomorrow we're going to preview all the action and we will of course be keeping a close eye on togate because we know you care about that as well like great review subscribe back and better than ever tomorrow morning